Section 24 of The Diary of a Country Parson by James Woodford. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain, read by John Greenman. 1781, Part 1. January 9th. Mr. Hall breakfasted and spent the morning with us, and about noon he ate a bit of cold beef and then went off for Durham. This being the assembly night at Durham, and the first this winter there, Mr. Hall is a subscriber to the Durham Assembly. Durham Assembly is monthly and only four assemblies. January 11th. This day heard the news that Jersey was taken by the French and retaken by the islanders afterwards. Between four and six thousand French landed there, but were all destroyed or taken prisoner by us. It is too good news to be true, I am afraid, the whole of it is. Country news very bad hearing of nothing but highwaymen and breaking houses open at Norwich. Trade at Norwich never worse. Poor, no employment. January 13th. Mrs. Dade was robbed this evening coming from Norwich near the three-mile stone, and had two guineas taken from her by a single footpad. January 14th. Gave Betsy Davy this evening a fine bright shilling. Betsy was sent for on horseback this afternoon but I would not let her go, as she is not well. January 16th. Betsy Davy, very bad indeed today, was obliged to be brought downstairs about noon, but could not sit up long, being in such violent pain in her right knee and left foot, something like the gout. The pain was so great towards the evening that she cried incessantly. Betty, the maid, sat up with her all night as she was so ill. It alarmed me much, and the more so, as we had sent in the morning to her mamma, to let her know that she was better, which she was till she was had up. Nancy and myself sat up in the study all the night long as she was so ill, and we thought her very dangerously so. We amused ourselves most of the night by playing cribbage. We played twelve rubbers at sixpence per rubber, at which I won one shilling but had lost to her before one shilling sixpence, so that it reduced my loss to sixpence. Next day Betsy's mamma and Dr. Thorne are sent for, physic administered, etc., and in a few days Betsy is better. January 21st. I read prayers and preached this morning at Weston, neither my squire or lady at church, but a small congregation. Mrs. Davy, Nancy, and Betsy gave me a good trimming this evening. January 24th. I was sadly used this evening by Mrs. Davy, Nancy, and Betsy, had my money picked out of my pocket of eleven shilling sixpence. January 26th. The eleven shilling sixpence that was taken out of my pocket the other night, Mrs. Davy, is to lay out on an apron for Nancy, by my consent. We had for dinner today some beefsteaks and mutton steaks, a couple of fowls roasted, and mince pies. January 27th. Nancy had a letter from her father and another from her brother Will. Her father informs that his son Sam was at Mr. Hoare's, and is taken great notice of by Mr. Hoare for his ingenuity in painting, etc. Note. See page 208 for a notice of Samuel Woodford, R.A. Mrs. Davy sent me some brawn and oysters by Mr. Carey, and likewise a silk bonnet for my maid, Betty. January 30th. Was very ill this morning, being much disturbed, and had very little rest during last night. 
Mr. and Mrs. Howes, Mrs. Davy, and Mr. Hall dined and spent the afternoon with us. Mrs. Davy stayed and supped and slept here. I gave them for dinner a knuckle of veal and a tongue, a prodigious fine cock turkey roasted, and which weighed, when alive, twenty pound, and a currant pudding. February 3rd had but an indifferent night of sleep. Mrs. Davy and Nancy made me up an apple pie bed last night. February 12th. We did not go to bed till after twelve this night, the wind being still very high. We were as merry as we could be. I took of Mrs. Davy's garter to-night and kept it. I gave her my pair of garters, and I am to have her other to-morrow. Next day Mrs. Davy, who had been staying at the rectory on and off since January 30th, went to Parson Howe's of Hockering, taking Betsy with her, who had been at the hospitable diarist since December 15th. February 17th. Mr. Howe's made us a morning visit, and brought Nancy a pair of tongs to pinch her hair with from Mrs. Davy as a present to her. February 18th. I read prayers and preached, read a proclamation for a fast on Wednesday next, and churched Forster's wife this morning at Weston Church. My squire at church, but not his lady. Received for churching Forster's wife one shilling. February 19th. I christened two children, twins, this morning, privately at my house, by names Anne and Susanna. They are two spurious children of one Anne Littlestone, late a servant-maid of mine. February 21st. This being the day for a general fast to be observed during our present troubles, I went to church this morning and read prayers, but did not preach. I had a large congregation that attended. February 22nd. I was very stingy this morning, alias in a bad humor, and made Nancy uneasy by my talking. About ten this morning took a ride to Mr. Townshend's clumps, there met Duquesne, by appointment, and went a-coursing. We coursed till two o'clock, had a number of courses, saw at least twelve brace of hares, and killed only one hare. My bitch Duchess went with me, and she had not begun coursing before she was caught in a rabbit-gin by one of her forefeet. She did not perform at all well after, being very shy, and her foot painful. I went home with Duquesne, and dined and spent the afternoon with him and Mr. Hall. We had for dinner some brawn, boiled pork and peas, and a hare roasted, but spoiled by being overdone. March 3rd. Will went on my little mare to Duquesne's this morning with my greyhound duchess a-coursing. I could not go. I sent by Will to Mr. Townshend's gamekeeper Jack one shilling. They killed two brace. Mr. Duquesne sent me back an hare. Will returned time enough to wait at dinner. March 14th. In the afternoon I took a ride to Norwich. Will went with me within a mile of Norwich, and then I got off and sent my mare back by Will to Weston. I supped and slept at the King's Head, put a letter to Dr. Bathurst into the post this evening, and in it two bills of ten pounds each. Great and good news brought from London this evening an account of the English having taken St. Eustatia and St. Martin's, two of the Caribbee islands in the West Indies, from the Dutch, with 270 sail of ships. See footnote, page 287. March 15th. I breakfast, dined, supped, and slept again at King's Head. 
Mr. Hall came to Norwich about twelve o'clock to the King's Head, and we dined, etc., together there. We had some fresh salmon for dinner today. Great rejoicings in the city all day, St. Peter's bells ringing all day. The city cannon, five in number, were fired three times. The light horse also were drawn up in the marketplace about twelve o'clock, and fired three volleys. Illuminations at night over the city with large bonfires. After dinner Mr. Hall sent his comps to a Captain Coleman of the Marines, and that he would come and drink a glass of wine with us, which he did, and likewise went to the play with us, and after supped, and spent the evening with us till two in the morn. We went to the theatre after the five act of the play, which was The Plain Dealer. The entertainment, which was Harlequin Touchstone, was highly diverting. The play, etc., was over about ten o'clock. We did not sup till after eleven at night. At the theatre paid half price, one shilling sixpence. Two other trifling expenses this evening paid three shillings sixpence. The marketplace was full of people this evening and very noisy. Fireworks, etc., playing off. March 16th. I breakfast and spent the morning at Norwich. Mr. Hall and Captain Coleman breakfast with me. After breakfast I took a walk to Priest's and tasted some wine and ordered a Q.R. of a pipe, with three gallons of rum and three gallons of the best Holland Geneva. To two ivory shuttles for a Nancy of Baker paid one shilling. To seven pieces of wood a puzzle thing paid sixpence. About one o'clock Mr. Hall and myself left Norwich, and he went home to Weston with me and dined and spent the afternoon with us, and then went for Durham. At the King's Head for my part of the bill paid thirteen shillings. For horses at the King's Head paid three shillings. To servants at the King's Head gave five shillings. Mr. Hall nor myself would not suffer the captain any part of the bill to be paid by him. We had for dinner a leg of mutton roasted only, to a poor man of Easton who lately lost an horse, and who came to my house this afternoon gave two shillings sixpence. Mr. Hall, being with me, gave him the same. Mrs. Davy still at my house, and dined and slept here again, quite tired and fatigued this evening. March 19th, sent by my maid Betty to one Tooley, whose family has got the smallpox and is very poor, two shillings sixpence. March 20th. About twelve o'clock I took a ride to Durham, and Will went with me. Got there about two o'clock, put up my horses at the King's Arms, kept by one girling, and there I supped and slept, had a very good bed. Soon after I got to Durham, I walked to Mr. Hall's rooms. He lodges at a barber's by name Field, and there I dined and spent the afternoon with him. We had for dinner a fine lobster hot, and some mutton steaks, had from the King's Arms. Before dinner Mr. Hall and myself took a walk about Durham, went and saw a whimsical building called Quebec. We dined at three o'clock, and after we had smoked a pipe, etc., we took a ride to the House of Industry about two miles west of Durham, and a very large building at present, though there wants another wing. About three hundred and eighty poor in it now, but they don't look either healthy or cheerful. A great number die there. Twenty-seven have died since Christmas last. We returned from thence to the King's Arms, and then we supped and spent the evening together. 
to mr hall's clerk of garveston who came to give him notice of a burial on friday being very poor gave one shilling march twenty first i breakfast with mr hall at his lodgings to a barber for shaving me etc gave sixpence after breakfast we took a walk called at miss gage's school and saw betsy davy who cried on seeing us miss gage the mistress never came to us though at home which i think was very rude and impolite in her after that we took a long walk about the town about one o'clock mr hall took a ride with me to weston and dined and spent the afternoon with us mr hall's horse fell with him on hockering heath and threw him off but luckily received no hurt march twenty fourth the four highwaymen that infested these roads last winter were all tried at the assizes held last week at thetford found guilty and all condemned since that they made an attempt to get out of the castle and very near completed an escape march thirty first had a letter from one singlehurst of the town of nottingham petitioning for poor c lewis's family and am not able to assist them having so many demands april first i read prayers and preached this morning at weston neither my squire or lady at church being from home mr hardy and his wife dined with our folks in kitchen nancy and myself took a walk this afternoon to mr custance's new hall stayed there an hour and returned to one bushel for showing us the house gave nancy walked there and back very well not very much tired she walked up to the top rooms though the staircase has no rail to get and looks dangerous to go up april seventh gave my servant will leave to go to norwich this morning to see the three highwaymen hung there to-day will returned about seven o'clock in the evening they were all three hung and appeared penitent the names of the highwaymen were william skipper michael moore and william fletcher skipper was most abandoned but cried at the last april fourteenth i got up very ill this morning about eight o'clock having had none or very little sleep all the night owing to the pain in my ear which was much worse in the night and broke and a good deal of blood only came away the pain continued still very bad all the morning though not quite so bad as before it made me very uneasy about it a throbbing pain in my ear continued till i went to bed i put a roasted onion into my ear going to bed to-night april fifteenth i breakfast dined supped and slept again at home nancy breakfast dined etc here again i thank god i had a tolerable good night to sleep and was much better this morning for it i read prayers and administered the holy sacrament this morning at weston being easter day had a loin of veal roasted for dinner as usual on easter day my clerk and james hardy of ringland dined with our folks continued brave though low thank god all day april twenty second went to brand this morning and read prayers and administered the holy sacrament there for mr bottom brand is about six miles from my house there were only six communicants myself one of them i read prayers and preached this afternoon at weston had a very large congregation this afternoon at church we did not dine till the afternoon service was over april twenty third mr townsend's gamekeeper jack brought me over this morning a greyhound puppy by order of mr townsend 
I gave the gamekeeper for bringing it over two shillings sixpence. May 2nd. I breakfasted and slept again at the King's Head. He had gone to Norwich the day before. About eleven this morning Mrs. Davy, with my niece, came to Norwich in Lenwade chaise, and my servant Will came with them on horseback. They went to Mr. Priest's, where they are to sleep. After breakfast I took a walk till one o'clock by myself, called on Manning, and bespoke an urn for Nancy, also a copper kitchen and a copper coal scoop, at Chase's for Skipper's narrative paid sixpence, at Scott's for a pair of riding-gloves paid two shillings tuppence, called on my mercer, Mr. Smith, and bespoke a coat, waistcoat, and parages, and a fishing-frock to the driver of Lenway Chase, gave one shilling sixpence. To my man Will, to go to the play to-night, gave one shilling. At two o'clock went to Mr. Priest's, and there dined and spent part of the afternoon with him, his wife, and family, a Mrs. Hay of Tuddenham, Mrs. Davy, and Nancy. We had for dinner some codfish and cockle sauce, a four-quarter of lamb, tarts, and jellies. After dinner called at Mr. Francis's, etc., returned to tea at Mr. Priest's. Mrs. Cooper drank tea there. About six o'clock Mr. Priest, his son John, and myself took a walk to the theatre. Mrs. Davy and Nancy went in a hackney coach thither. For the coach I paid one shilling. We all sat in one of the front boxes. The theatre was pretty full. The play was the Royal Suppliants a new tragedy for the benefit of Mr. and Mrs. Holland. The entertainment, Harlequin Touchstone. Between the play and entertainment, an interlude called Buxom Joan, or The Farmer's Journey to London. They collected at the theatre for this night fifty-two pounds. I treated Mrs. Davy, Nancy, and John Priest with tickets. For four tickets I paid twelve shillings. After the play, etc., the ladies, etc., returned to Mr. Priest's. I went to my inn, had some rum and water, and went to bed. May 4th, we, Mrs. Davy is again staying at the rectory, were very merry this morning with Nancy, making her believe that she took a bad half-guinea at Norwich, and which I took off her again, and gave her only nine shillings sixpence. I soon after sent it to Carey's, and got ten shillings sixpence for it, which greatly heightened our mirth. She had the one shilling after. Mate Mrs. Howe came after Nancy about one o'clock in her chaise to carry her to Hockering to dinner. I rode my mare thither, and there we dined and spent the afternoon with Mr. and Mrs. Howes, Mrs. Davy, Mr. Dawson and wife, Mr. and Mrs. Payne of Shipton, and Mr. Dekeen. Mr. Dawson is a clergyman, and has a living, but his tenets are Presbyterian. He married Mr. Howe's eldest daughter, lives at Wingfield. May 16th, between seven and eight o'clock this morning, went down to the river, a-fishing with my nets. Ben, Will, Jack, Harry Donnell, and William Legate, Ben's brother, were my fishermen. We begun at Lenwade Mill, and fished down to Morton, and we had the best day of fishing we ever had. We caught at one draught only ten full pails of fish, pike, trout, and flatfish. The largest fish we caught was a pike, which was a yard long and weighed upwards of thirteen pound after he was brought home. 
we caught about twenty brace of pike but threw back all the small ones also we caught about fifteen brace of trout the largest not more than a pound and a half all the smallest were threw back three brace also of perch one tolerable tench and i dare say near if not quite five hundred brace of roach and dace prodigious sport indeed we had to-day though cold and wet as we were fishing by coplands he came out and ordered my men off from his land and behaved quite contrary to the opinion i had of him after talking with him some little time he said i might fish but then i would not at which he seemed rather uneasy we eat some cold meat which we carried about one o'clock and returned home to dinner at four for beer at barnard dunnell's of morton paid one shilling gave beeston cantrell palmer of morton and barnard dunnell some pike and most of the flat fish to the poor at lenwade and morton and of my own parish harry dunnell and will legate dined etc with our folks paid them also for their labor to-day three shillings i was rather fatigued this evening by fishing may seventeenth mr priest of norwich came to my house about one o'clock and he stayed and dined with us and spent the afternoon and in the evening returned to norwich i was very glad to see him as he and wife behaved very civil to nancy mr and mrs howes mrs davy and mr de Keen dined and spent the afternoon with us also my company dinner my great pike which was roasted and a pudding in his belly some boiled trout perch and tench eel and gudgeon fried a neck of mutton boiled and a plain pudding for mrs howes all my company were quite astonished at the sight of the great pike on the table was obliged to lay him on two of the largest dishes and was laid on part of the kitchen window-shutters covered with a cloth i never saw a nobler fish at any table it was very well cooked and though so large was declared by all the company to be prodigious fine eating being so moist at quadrille after tea neither won or lost at about nine they all left us i put a large pike into the boot of mr howe's chaise before he went may nineteenth my man ben went early this morning to norwich with my white cow and calf to sell he returned about three this afternoon having sold them and paid me for them five pounds five shillings i gave him out of it two shillings sixpence may twenty first mr smith an attorney and who was with me the first time of my coming to weston to settle some matters between mrs ridley and myself called on me this evening for a copy of the register concerning his son's age who is now at new college and fellow there his son is going to take orders soon i never saw his son he stayed with me about half an hour and then walked to peachman's where he is to sleep being his tenant may twenty second at one o'clock took a ride to mr bottom's at mattishall and there dined and spent the afternoon with him mrs bottom old mr down and wife of dirham and their granddaughter a miss down from london a fine girl about sixteen a mr gridson a young clergyman mr and mrs howes mrs davy and mr de Kane. it was mattishall gaunt to-day i was late to dinner mr down of dirham came in a new contrived machine with only two wheels 
and is drawn by one horse only it answers both the end of a chair and a post-chaise it has front and side windows when shut up and when down and thrown back a chair it is a very good contrivance and cost him forty guineas mr grigson appears to be a sensible good young man we had for dinner boiled beef of pie custards and tarts at quadrille this afternoon to a little girl at mr bottoms gave sixpence as i went to mr bottoms called at east tuddenham and saw the church and the new altarpiece there it is a very handsome one but put much too low mr howe's man bird and my man will kept us later than we intended to stay being gone to the gaunt and not come back till near nine o'clock i did not stay for my man but went with duquesne when he did about half past eight i went with duquesne as far as tuddenham and then went home by myself which i did not like will came home about eleven o'clock but i did not see him to-night i am very sorry that he behaves so as the last time we were at mr bottoms the same was done and mr howe's man then by name tie was turned off may twenty third i talked coolly and calmly to will this morning and told him that it would not be in my power to excuse him any more for such behavior and that he would be cautious may twenty eighth about two o'clock mrs custance came in her coach after nancy to go with her to ringland to dinner mrs custance wanted me to go in the coach also but i preferred riding on horseback we dined and spent the afternoon with them and mr duquesne we had for dinner some mackerel a couple of fowls boiled and a tongue a leg of mutton roasted for the first course some pigeons and asparagus tartlets raspberry cream and blancmange with currant jelly we spent a very agreeable day at ringland we returned to weston about nine in the evening mrs custant made my niece a present of a very fine india fan another for common use but all the fashion at london a fine tortoise-shell shuttle and also a pretty straw basket for to hold work mrs custance is very fond of nancy and so is she of her may thirtieth nancy scarce eat anything for dinner to-day i desired her not to eat too much and therefore she would not eat after neither would she eat any supper june third i read prayers and administered the holy sacrament this morning at weston church being whitsunday it rained very heavy in the night a thunderstorm with little thunder or lightning but much rain all nature seemed this morning greatly refreshed by the rain as it was so much wanted thanks be to the lord for so blessed and gracious a rain my squire and lady at church and at the holy sacrament nancy also was at church and at the holy sacrament by my desire and was the first time of her ever receiving it my clerk james smith dined with our folks to-day june eighth mr and mrs custance and mr duquesne dined and spent the afternoon with us and stayed till eight o'clock in the evening mr and mrs custance were dressed very neat we put their coach in my barn i gave them for dinner a couple of chicken boiled and a tongue a leg of mutton boiled and capers and batter pudding for the first course 
second a couple of ducks roasted and green peas some artichokes tarts and blancmange after dinner almonds and raisins oranges and strawberries mountain and port wines peas and strawberries the first gathered this year by me we spent a very agreeable day and all well pleased and merry june tenth i slept but very indifferent last night very sickly time now many very ill in ague and fever i read prayers and preached this afternoon at weston i prayed for john bowles at church almost dead by drinking neither my squire nor lady at church this afternoon june eleventh to a poor old soldier who sells matches by name clem sims near eighty years old and who broke his leg about christmas last gave this morning sixpence he used to call on me about once in half a year he has a pension from the government of about seven pounds a year june thirteenth i spent this morning and read prayers by john bowles being ill and prayed for sunday last at church i found him in bed but a great deal better than i expected to find him speaks very strong eats very little is blind and has a pain in his stomach all from drinking to some poor children gave tuppence june eighteenth to one cock of booton and another man also of the same place who very lately had their house burnt down and lost almost their all gave five shillings i gave nancy to give to them also two shillings sixpence in the evening took a ride to norwich and supped and slept at the king's head i sent my horses back to weston by my man will june twentieth i called on mr francis senior this morning and talked with him about a letter he sent me to pay in the one hundred pounds to know whether he could get it for me by the time but he declined very coolly it made me rather uneasy and made me rather wish i had never borrowed it at all however i hope i shall manage it some way or other i called on francis also last night but parrot of saham being there did not talk of it june twenty fourth mrs davy came after nancy this evening in mrs howe's chaise by appointment as nancy is to spend a few days with them at hockering received a letter this afternoon by my squire's servant from mrs Lenerve, dated from windsor to desire me as she intends visiting oxford soon to send her a line or two to the warden of new college by way of introducing her to him her daughters are with her and are to go with her also for me to recommend an inn to her in oxford was very dull and low this evening and the more so being quite alone june twenty sixth about six o'clock mrs custance with her two little boys and their nurse came to my house and the young gentlemen supped here on bread and milk they returned home to weston about nine o'clock june twenty eighth mr duquesne asked me to dine with him as he has a large company at his house but would not however i promised to drink tea with them mr duquesne's man robert a very old servant very ill in the fever that prevails so much in norfolk now very bad at norwich fifty-three were buried last week there i sent will to wait at table at dinner at duquesne's i dined at home by myself on a leg of mutton roasted june thirtieth nancy by being with mrs davy had learnt some of her extravagant notions 
and talked very high all day. I talked with her against such foolish notions, which made her almost angry with me, but when we went to bed we were very good friends, and she was convinced. July 1st. Poor Robert England, Mr. Duquesne's old servant, died this afternoon in the fever that rages so much. He drove Mr. Duquesne's chaise to Norwich, and back again, with Mr. Priest and wife in it, only Wednesday last. Mr. Duquesne is sorely grieved about him. July 3rd. Mr. Baldwin called on me this morning, but did not stay long. He walked into my garden. I gave him some artichokes to carry home to Mrs. Baldwin. July 9th. I took a ride this morning to Duquesne's, found him very low, and sorely vexed for his poor man Robin. He was then just going off for London. I was wet through before I got to Duquesne's. I am really sorry to see Duquesne so very much dejected. From Duquesne's rode on to Howe's to let them know that I should expect them at my rotation tomorrow. I saw only Mr. and Mrs. Howe's, Mrs. Davy at Norwich. I returned to dinner by three o'clock. July 13th. Mackay, gardener at Norwich, called here this evening, and he walked over my garden with me and then went away. He told me how to preserve my fruit trees, etc., from being injured for the future by the ants, which was to wash them well with soap suds after our general washing, especially in the winter. July 17th. Mr. Galland and Mr. Howlett called on me this evening to advise them what to do with one Norton, who threatens to burn half the parish. He has burnt this afternoon all the break upon the common that Mr. Howlett had cut to put under his stacks. He is a sad rogue, I believe. I advised them to have a warrant and secure him. He was therefore this evening secured by the constables. July 18th. Norton was had before a justice this morning, but he was done nothing to, as the justice could not have proof. July 24th. I read a good deal of the history of England today to Nancy, whilst she was netting her apron. Very dry again. I feed my geese with cabbage now. July 30th. Nancy and myself get up every morning before seven o'clock under the penalty of forfeiting sixpence each day, Sunday only excepted. End of section twenty four, seventeen eighty one, part one.